we're all here to help each other. And when you have a bigger platform, to be able to utilize that platform and influence more people, whether it's you know financially, whether it's just with moral support or your time or whatever it may be, it's important to help other people. Welcome to Through the Tunnel, a Game Change Productions podcast that dives into sports and the life lessons that can be learned from them. The podcast is inspired by the book of the same name, written by Game Change co-founders Paul McDonald and yours truly, Jack Barrage. On the show today, Paul and I are joined by former Major League Baseball All-Star, Sean Green. We discuss with Sean how the platform that players are given from being on the big stage of professional sports should be used by the athletes to help others and to give back to their communities. We hope you enjoy the show, and please check us out at GameChangeNation.com or on one of our social media pages. Sean, when were you aware that you had a platform as a professional baseball player and that you could do good for others? Yeah, I, it was a different time when I played. I mean, now the platforms are you know pretty easy to come by. If you're a high school prospect, you get a bunch of followers, right? But um, I think once I signed, I had a my agent was Jeff Morad. Um, a, you know, back then it was Steinberger Morad, who you know, the, kind of a legendary. They were they were my duo. Agent. Oh, that's right, yeah. that's right. They were your agent, yeah. So you know them well, and it was big for them to give back right right from the get go. Yes. That was a big part of, and that's something that attracted me to. I was 18 years old, but it still attracted me to them. And you know, when I signed with the Blue Jays, I donated a little bit of money to Stanford's baseball program because I signed and left them hanging a little bit and also to you know some a children's charity for you know breakfasts in toronto you know, for kids that you know had a hard time you know, getting access to, to breakfast and I, I just felt like that was the start of the platform for me is when i signed as a first round draft pick and all of a sudden i was on um, a different path that you know i always dreamt of and i know once you're in that place other kids are dreaming of being in the same position that you're in I mean, at 18 years old. Yeah, yeah that's, that's incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, to have that kind of perspective. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, it was... Were you raised that way, maybe? Is that part of it? Is that the be philanthropic and charity? Yeah, and I think that? so. And and I think also I, I always felt a little bit uncomfortable. Like, I always felt, um, even when I, when I signed big contracts and everything, I always felt sort of undeserving in a way where it's like, okay, why, you know, why am I... I'm just a normal guy. And all of a sudden I had this, you know... There's another guy on my high school team that you know put up great numbers and didn't project as well and didn't have a so you kind of always feel I think um, you know why why me and so I think when you have that attitude it's easy to appreciate it and and I was always a big fan of baseball and sports you know I was, I was a huge fan so uh, I think I came at it from from like wow I'm actually here and that, and that's it's a lot easier to, to want to give back when you feel like that. And that's really giving back sort of off, off the field, right? And which is like massively important. There's so many great causes that are out there. Um, but today, you know, the people have this, uh, this platform, this, you know, visual platform because of social media and everything else. It's, everything's photographed and everything's videoed um, that they feel like they maybe need to express themselves on different movements. And there's a lot of people, a lot of fans out there, ah, just play baseball. We don't want to hear about your political stance. We don't hear about this. Stay in your lane. Yeah, stay in your lane. Right. What, what do you think about that? Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good question. I think it's, it's tough. 
I think it depends on your personality, right? Um, some people, when I was playing, I mean, I think just for my own success, I was more of a, you know, just focus on, you know, playing and working hard and don't, you know, don't kind of get too controversial. That was kind of my attitude. The charity side, that's a different story. Like going to children's hospitals and doing those types of things. Like I've, I always felt like that was what I wanted to do things that would, um, you know, help people that looked up to me. But in terms of having a big opinion on, you know, the politics and all that, I, I sort of stayed away from, from that. And, but I respect guys that, that go after it because, um, you know, there's, you look at someone like LeBron James and yeah. he's pretty polarizing, I think, because he has a lot of opinions. I mean, he's, you know, the greatest player, you know, of, of his generation and he has a lot of opinions. And I think um, that's going to pull people one way or the other. And, and, you know, another, like Jordan was much less likely to get into the politics. And I don't remember him yeah. doing any of that. No, I know. I, I think he just, he was more like, I'm going to focus on, you know, focus on basketball and, and building his brand and, and did a tremendous job of that. Yeah. So it, I think it's just based on personality. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's about who you authentically are. And LeBron obviously authentically, you know, believes in what he's talking about. And that's, that's his right to, to voice his opinion. And I don't know that Michael Jordan was that type of person. Because there's some people who will tell you that not saying anything is also a political statement, right? You know, there's the being apolitical is weirdly political. And some but people I, are pressured into right, doing yeah. things that they that maybe not want. Maybe yeah, not want to do. Right, right. Because there's of the a, situation. There's a great example of that. I watched a documentary about Pele, the soccer player, and and he was um, playing in the World Cup during a time of huge unrest in in Brazil, and was roundly criticized for not really taking up the cause of his people, and God just wanted to play soccer. He was a soccer player. He wasn't a world statesman, or you know, he he just it wasn't his. It really wasn't anything he knew enough about or really thought about enough to really um, make an impact, but he was criticized for it. So I think it is, it just comes back to being authentic. Whoever you, whoever you are authentically, that's what you should do. So there's no right answer, I guess, is, is the point. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. But I do think the area that is crucial for athletes is when it comes to you know supporting different causes. Right? 100%. That's, I, I think that's, um, it's so important and it doesn't, there's some guys who like they want to have their own foundation and all that. That's great. There's others who I was more along the lines of like, hey, I want to support things that have to do with children and you know anything that I could do. If the Dodgers asked me to go to a children's hospital, I'll go to children. You know, where'd that come from? I think because I was a kid, I looked up to. I, I know how you look at the players when you're a kid, so I know the impact it had. Like I hated going to do like a high school visit because they're like ragging you and you know it's that different. But if you're going to you know meet with 10 year olds or whatever, they're just like, you see in their eyes, like what what they think, like, oh my God, this I can't believe this guy I watched on TV is here talk. And that type of thing, I think is really impactful, right? It is. So I think that's probably where it comes from. Um, but I, it's also easier, because it's like, okay, you know, there's all these great, you know, fight against different diseases and things, but you know, one thing that I know that I, I authentically care about is is trying to impact kids to make better decisions or you know if kids who don't have breakfast to have access to breakfast or whatever it is and then your interaction with those recipients of your generous giving and time um how did that change you 
I think you get as much out of it as they do. I mean, the ones that were always the hardest for me were were the the hospital visits. I'm yeah. sure you did a bunch of those. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Really. It's, yeah. No, it's it's yeah, and, and talking to the families and and um, you s- they just have you know the parents of these kids have a different look on their face than you you see anywhere else, right? And, and, you know, it's like you go there and you know, hey, you know, this kid's struggling, but if I can just go and just be, you know, 10 minutes of, you know, a bright spot in their day, that's huge. And so that, you know, you leave there and it's heavy. Like, you're exhausted when you, yeah. when you get um, out of there. I did a thing in Cleveland when I was with the Browns called Paul's Pals. And early on, I went to Rainbow Babies and Children's Hospital, cancer kids, kids with cancer. And I remember going to this one... And interacting with this one kid who was in the bed uh, seemed fine, you know. Uh, and here I am, 22 years old or something, and had a great conversation with him. A, a really cute, smart, bright kid. And um, I come back a couple weeks later, he's gone. Yeah. I'm like, where's PJ? And they're like, oh, you didn't hear, he didn't make yeah. it. And it's just, I mean, it's just so, it was so impactful for me being at that young, young age of 22 to yeah. see that. You know, you're not thinking about life and death. You're, you know, you're, you're, you know, trying to, you know, throw touchdown passes. You know? Right. I, I think right. when you guys were doing that, the other person that you guys were really great, providing great comfort for was the parents. You mentioned the parents because the kid, you've given them that little moment of brightness. And for a parent who's seen their kids struggle as much as a kid who has cancer would be struggling, that's just that moment of joy that you gave the kid meant so much to the parents as well because. There was nobody else who could give him that joy. Well, they're so dealing with the day to day. They're dealing with the day to day stuff. Which I, is... There's a guy here in San Pedro whose daughter is maybe four or five years old, just went into remission from leukemia mm. about a week ago. You know, for the last two years, this guy's been living just hell. You know, watching his little baby go through leukemia treatments, and so to give that comfort is that's just there's nothing more that you could have done in your life that's more important or better. I always felt, and maybe you can weigh in on this, Sean. I always felt, me personally, it was almost an obligation. Yeah. To do because because of what you said earlier, how we've been given so much, you know, in, in our lives, and just there's so many people out there that are are, are battling, you know, uh, and to whatever you can do to brighten their day, right? You should do it. Yeah, and going to the particularly going to a children's hospital, like I, I don't want to say I, I, I dreaded it because it was like it, that wasn't that's the wrong word, but I was like I knew it was gonna be such a heavy day, yeah. so I was like, yeah. oh, I got it yeah. emotionally. I know, so it's like it's like you almost have to gear up for it, right. and then you go, and it's just like, you, you just, it's it's so meaningful, and you feel so good yes. helping out. But it's just like it, it's it's so hard to go and, and see these kids and all that. So you're just like, Jesus, this is something that, you know, that's you, you see it like a couple weeks out. Like I'm gonna be going, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a rough one. So it's like, you know, it's like going to a memorial service or something like that. You, it's like you know, even if someone that you're you cared about, you know, you just kind of it's like the same kind of feeling. Like it's something I got to do. And I know it's going to be powerful, um, but it's like those things, on, they stick out on the calendar, like, okay, that's going to be a tough day. And that was, that was kind of how it always felt and still feels when, when I do go. But it was worth it. I mean, 100%, yeah. No, I wouldn't, I, I mean, those, those memories really stick in your, in your brain too. And, you know, they say that memories are much stronger if there's emotion attached mm-hmm. to, you know, whatever, whether it's a big play that you had, a lot of emotion or, you know, some of your kids being born or whatever it is, but those are ones that stick in your head or in individual um, interactions with those kids in the hospital. Yeah, and, and you guys, that was the greatest gift that was given to you of being pro athletes is the fact that you got to go and be that person who gave that impact because 
if I showed up, they'd be like, oh, that's nice of you to visit, but who are you? Right. Whereas uh, a guy walking in with a Dodger uniform or a Cleveland Brown or a USC Trojan uniform, that's just, that is the gift that you were given as being great athletes. Yeah, and some guys are, are and I'm sure you had teammates that were just amazing, like how, how natural they are and yeah. they can interact with the kids and, and I'm sure the kids don't feel like there's anything wrong with them, right? And others, you know, it's, it's tough and you can see on their face that they're just so uncomfortable. Um, so I think early on for me, it was sort of an effort to try to um, just interact and be there in the moment and not, you know, think about what's really going on. Was it easier when you had children? I think it was harder in some ways. Was it? it was easier and harder. I mean, I, you know how to talk to kids yeah, better, yeah. but then it's like, it's just like, I, I couldn't, it's hard to control the, you know, the emotion. Yeah, because you're looking at your healthy kids and yeah, yeah. you're talking to someone that's uh, not in good shape. Yeah, and so, yeah, I think in, in some ways it, it was a whole, it was like a whole different ball game at that point. But, um, yeah, I, I think I could relate did to kids. Did you have a sense of gratitude? Uh, did, did you have that 100%. feeling at all? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and then you, you hear some, you know, stories later on that the kid did well or, you know, like you know, like you were saying, some some very unfortunate stories. We had one similar story to you, but we actually, my wife, um, we got kind of close to the family and took him, got him a puppy, and took him to to see a play. And actually, the kid died the next day after the play. It was like his last. Wow. But he really wanted to go see the Lion King, right? Yeah. And so we went. We took their whole family, and that was. I mean, it was really hard. It was, you know, my wife still thinks about it, um, but. You know that's that's what the family's gonna, you know, look back on their last days with their son, their last moments with their son. You know, he was smiling and clapping and watching the Lion King. So great. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Through the Tunnel. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it. It'll really help others who love sports and the lessons they provide to find the show and together create Game Change Nation, a community that is dedicated to lifting each other up. Also, we'd love to hear your stories, so please visit GameChangeNation.com or any of our social media pages to give us your take on sports and life. And finally, check out our book, Through the Tunnel, which is now available on Amazon. Thanks again for listening, and have an awesome day.